Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hockey night doubleheader tonight, 8 Eastern on ESPN. Rangers, abs, late game, Golden Knights and Sharks. Both games also available on the ESPN app. Hey, before we start a new hour, Marcus, you guys, you and RC, you look like you had too much fun at LSU on Saturday. What was this all about? It was a phenomenal time, G. It was a welcome back home to one, to two of LSU's own sons. We went back and did SEC Nation that day because Laura Boogie Rutledge wanted us to come through and add a little juice. And you know our affinity for LSU. And my prediction was LSU by 50, and they won by 25 against an undefeated Ole Miss. So I was half right, and we still got the W. And don't ask me and Ryan what was in those cups, because it ain't for children. Okay? Love y'all. It was a great time in Louisiana. Nobody had more fun than those guys did in Baton Rouge this weekend, except maybe us here this morning, live as always above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17, jam-packed on a Monday, coming off of a very interesting, uh, today's Tuesday, it was a Monday last night, I wasn't drinking any of that stuff, it was a Monday night football game last night, oh, and it was a fascinating affair in Foxborough, gentlemen, let's go through it, Mac Jones getting the start, Bailey Zappi lying in wait, fans chanting his name early, but you know what, it was Justin Fields who steals the show. Oh yeah, Justin special, the athleticism right here to put his foot in the ground and get upfield and the power to get an end zone. Pretty good player. Bears had an early 10-0 lead. Then, Jeff, the one thing Mac Jones doesn't do is make bad decisions. What is this? Yeah, bad decision. Trying to give your job away. <laughs> making a play like that. Can't have it. It can't be late. Can't throw a little lollipop up there. Great catch. But, man, if you're, if you're trying to protect your job the way to do it is to not give plays like that to Bill Belichick to sit you down. And so the very next drive, it's Bailey Zappi who's back. The fans have been chanting his name from the oh, very beginning. And then immediately, he's got Jacoby Myers. Oh, yeah. Zappi, look at that eye. Discipline. Play was so made possible by the Zap Master. Good ball, Zappy. Absolutely terrible pass. But Jacoby Myers catches it. And now it's 10-7. And then Jeff, he just throws it up and Devontae Parker comes down with it. Matt Jones did it went the other way. This time Parker comes down with it, goes up above him, makes a heck of a snag. Patriots gonna take the lead. And so Bailey Zappy gives New England a 14-10 lead. And you're thinking, oh my goodness, it's a changing of the guard, and the fans are going crazy. And then Everything stopped, and the Bears dominated the rest of the night. I mean, that throw is really impressive. It's really going to get forgotten. Is it going to be a screen pass for a touchdown? But to find the alley and sidearm it in there, that's a because you, you, you saw the athletic. Khalil Herbert oh, taking it in. And here's Jeff's favorite stuff. Ooh, Look at yeah. Montgomery. Leg drive. You want to talk about playing bully ball? We're going to run you over. Patriots, you're supposed to be tough. Nah, not against us, baby. Leg drive all the way. David Montgomery does bully them in yeah. for the touchdown mm. here. Patriots were an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Bill Belichick is saying, what the actual heck has happened to us? Later in the fourth now, it's Zappy again. All the magic gone. He turns it over three times. So struggles for Mac and struggles for Zappy and a huge win for the Bears after the game. Here's Bill Belichick. Who is the starting quarterback? Yeah, we just finished the game. We had planned to play. Uh, I told the quarterbacks that we were going to we play both of them. And so was the 
playing for three series. It just seems when his last plays an interception, it looks like a, a benching for performance. That's not what it was, but you, you know, can write whatever you want to write. That's not what it was. Not so much, right? They say that, but they don't mean it. Right. <laughs> you can write whatever you want to write. They don't want you to write something, but he's not helping either. Well, what is the story that should be written, though, right now, Marcus? They, they got a quick turnaround, obviously. They play on a Monday night. Now they, they have the Jets on Sunday. The Jet defense has been very good. Who should their starting quarterback be Sunday? Gee, I'm about to do something I don't think I've ever done on this show. I'm going to change my answer from the what? first yes. to the what? next out. Guys. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going zappy, but 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 I gotta I gotta stick to what's always been true to me. When a coach is not screaming out who his clear starter is, there is a problem. Mm. And I just heard that question to Bill Belichick about who is the starting quarterback, and he said we just finished the game. Yeah. Why didn't you say Mac Jones mm-hmm. or or Bailey Zappi? Am I wrong? You're right. No, I think you're right. That, I think well, in that clip. So, so I don't, I, I don't know now. Like, here's because what if, he's saying. If you're Bill Belichick, yeah, like I'm listening to him say that, and a reporter clearly, I believe, asked, "Who is the starter?" And he said, "We just finished the game." I've been on record, and I've said it a thousand times on this show, G. When a when a coach or an organization is not screaming that a particular guy is their starter, there is something to that. There is something missing or something in Bill Belichick's mind made him not say Mac Jones. I believe I may be misquoting, but I believe that's what I heard. So that gives me a little bit of pause to say that it's Mac Jones. So, so let's be clear about what he's saying. So, so Mac Jones lost that job because of injury. He's working his way back. He came back quicker than most people thought. Yeah. And he, he, Bill said he was going to play both guys last night. And it's very easy and convenient to say it's because we don't know that Mac Jones is perfectly healthy. Right. But if Mac Jones threw those two touchdowns on those first three drives that Bailey Zappi did, regardless of how they looked, do we really believe? And, and, and Bill says we can write yeah. whatever story we want. Do we really believe he was coming out of the game as quickly as he did last night? Because I, for one, do not. Absolutely not. And right. when Bailey Bailey Zappi started playing poorly. They didn't pull him to put Mac Jones in. This is not a two-quarterback yes. system. Mac Jones failed, and they put Zappi in, and now they're giving Bailey Zappi a chance. It would seem to me that they are not as sure as it seems like Jeff probably is that well, Mac Jeff, Jones. Jeff, who are you I, sure I, I can't of? stand too bad. I, I would go Mac Jones. I mean, listen, this guy, this guy here, last year we were talking about he was playing the best for rookie quarterbacks at right. some point. He took this team to the playoffs. He struggled early. Again, we're talking about Zappi beat the Lions and the Browns, right? So so let's not crown everybody quite yet. If he is healthy, I would go with Mac Jones and, and see until he proves he can't do the job. He would be Me my too. starting quarterback. But I would say it. Go ahead, Danny. Mac Jones was their first-round pick 18 months ago. Right, yeah. Like, it's not it's not like there's a new front office that didn't draft him. Like, they, they have put in the time to try and develop him. They still believe in him. My understanding, talking to people there over the last couple weeks, is that Mac was always going to get the job back when he was healthy. Obviously, we'll see what happens, what they say this week. In terms of Belichick postgame, he's not going to ask that question. Right. He's not going to tell anybody anything he doesn't have to tell them. Right? Like, he, he may never 
say who the okay. starting quarterback is going to be against the Jets this week. And he may just run a guy out there for the first snap, and that's how he announces it. Can I ask an entirely different question? Can we put that full screen back up again? Is it possible Bill's not answering because he can't tell them apart? <laughs> is it the same yeah. guy? Yeah. Is, is, is it possible he's still not quite sure which one is which? <laughs> Jeff, We're have brothers. you ever seen two people look more alike than Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi? We're Zappy brothers. Do? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a high five. Somehow we found both of their high school yearbook photos so, and put them I, up on that full screen. Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. So, Graz, the... Graz, correct me if I'm wrong. The question was particularly about the Jets. Yeah. He said, like, who's who was the starting? starting? Well, I heard Mike Reese say, who's, I think it was Reese. Right? I think it was Reese. He said, he said, who's the starting quarterback? Right. And the answer was, we just the finished the game. The answer was, we just finished the game. But he that, wasn't that, saying who the starting quarterback was last week either. That's right. But Marcus is making a good point because he's trying to hold out the injury piece of this. Let me leave it there for the moment. But I, I do, th- I think the idea <laughs> that it is as simple as just, when Matt Jones me. is fully healthy, he's the quarterback of the Patriots, that's not such a hard thing to say. And he chose not to say it for whatever right. reason. He Especially chose not to when say we've been instructed to write whatever we want. That's correct. <laughs> so we're going to write the story the way we want it. Here's another story that we can write. The former quarterback of the Patriots, he's struggling even more. In Tampa, one of the most surprising results, no, the most surprising result of the NFL season was the Bucks getting obliterated 21-3 by P.J. Walker and the Panthers on Sunday. So yesterday on his Let's Go podcast, Brady was talking about what is ailing his struggling team. And here's what he said. There has to be more urgency. You have to understand that what we're doing just is not good enough. And that's very evident. So what do you do? You focus on the process of improvement. And that's what it has to be. We're going to have to change it from the player standpoint because we're on the field that can do something about it. And if we want to do something about it, we've got to do more and we got to commit to one another more. There's no quit in our group, and there will never be a quit as long as I'm a part of any team. I know that for sure. Okay, so that's a lot of words. But here's, here's the bottom line. This past week, this was an implosion, okay? Oh, yeah. They're playing a Carolina team that in the last two weeks fired their coach, traded away their best player, plus another one of the best receivers, and are playing without their starting quarterback and their backup quarterback. Correct. And Tampa Bay lost 21-3 to in a game that wasn't nearly that close. No. So this is a crisis. Why? Yeah, they're broken. Listen, their interior three offensive linemen that we thought would ultimately gel have not gelled. They're the worst in the league. I mean, I think they ranked 57th, 71st, and 105th out of 106. So you talk about interior pressure. What's Tom Brady's kryptonite? interior pressure. So you're looking at balls either get sailed, get dirted. One looked like the last shot of a Roman candle, like, you know, that that last little bit. You got got their star receivers dropping passes. This thing is abysmal. And here's the problem. He said it best. The players got to fix it. They got to play. Like, it's not just about scheme. They're getting manhandled. And when you get manhandled, there is no, there's no looking behind you going, hey, who's the next guy? Like, you're getting boat raced by a bad football team. Ain't no coach. Like, I used to tell people, there's some games you just walk out there and you're freaking better and go show you're better. That was one of those games on Sunday. They did not do that. And, and again, give credit to the Panthers, but golly, it's like an all-star game. Yeah, the Panthers are pretty good on defense, but the team overall is not very good. They're not that good. The um, Bucks were essentially shut out. They kicked yeah. the field goal when they shouldn't have just right. so they could get that, that donut off the board. And they just got dominated from start to finish. Talk to it's them hard about when you look at a team like this. It's hard to analyze what went wrong because you're watching the game. You're like, nothing went right. right. Yeah. Everything went wrong for them, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, when they were having their most success, we were talking about how Leonard Fournette was kind of going back, reverting back into his tip-top form. 
we don't see that anymore. And it's not on him. It's the O-line, but it's not Ooh. only on them. The receivers dropping passes is all very ugly. Tom Brady hit a couple Panthers in the chest with the football over the, over the weekend, too. So he's not playing all that well either. Yeah, you talk about as players, we have to do more. We have to, you know, Mike Evans catches that ball. It hits him perfectly in the hands. That, that's a 60-some yard touchdown yeah. pass right at the beginning of the game. Maybe the whole thing's different. But the upsetting thing was after the game, Mike Evans talked about that play and said, I saw the light go out of us. <laughs> Guys, that can't happen in the first quarter if you have veteran leadership. If you have all, like, let's, let, they've got to get it together. He can talk all he wants about players and all. Like, they, there's a lot going on there. There's been a lot going on there since training camp and before. Some of it's on the field. Some of it's not. Uh, and they have to get it all figured out. The good thing is, you know, they are still tied for first They're place. tied for first of the division. Four. Let me just say, Carolina, maybe they play good defense. I'm not taking that away from them. But the last three weeks, they'd given up 24, 37, and 26 points. Yeah. And Tampa scored three. McCaffrey Meanwhile, the on problem. the other side, Marcus, the, the Tampa defense was what, – what, I'm old enough to remember when they were the best defense in the NFL. What happened to them? I have no idea, G. Undisciplined, bad eyes, poor tackling – Blitzes being ran through right here with the RPO Chuba Herbert banging his head on the goalpost. DJ Moore getting behind this secondary. There's just a lot of things that's going on. And 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 G, I know that I was supposed to go defensively, but I can't help it listening to the guys talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 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 I just there is something Tom Brady's approach to this season. Tom Brady dealing with what he dealt with in training camp and leaving. Tom Brady during the season going to the wedding. Tom Brady retiring and unretiring. Y'all, I cannot help, all right? And bring the guys up because I want to see them. I cannot help thinking that this has affected this team mentally. Because when you think back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before Tom Brady got there, all we talked about Beyond Tom Brady being how good he was at quarterback, was this team learning how to win. Remember, this was a good defense. They had a lot of weapons offensively. The mindset, and I understand the change that has happened on the offensive line, which you can't just throw to the side. But Tom Brady, I believe, has more effect on all of these guys than I believe even, even he identifies. And it's affecting them. Because what Graz said about the light being out, that has more to do with Tom Brady to me than any other situation on this football team. Yep, because he has always provided that light for every right. single team that he's ever been on before. And it doesn't mean he can't get it back. But right now, uh, Graziano made by far yep. the most important point. At three and four, they're still in first yeah, place in crazy. their division. So they they're have the luxury place. of that. But right now, it's as bad as you would ever have imagined it could become. Meanwhile, as we they're continue, a giant leader. surprise. Here's another giant surprise no one saw coming. The G-men are rolling. And do they have their quarterback of the future on their own roster? We're talking about it. Plus, did you hear Michael Irvin talking about Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott and who he trusts more? And wait till you hear what our crew thinks, because candidly, it's nuts. It's on the way. It's Get Up. It's ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Back on Get Up, and in Dallas, Dak Prescott returned in a workmanlike 24-6 win over the Lions on Sunday. Then yesterday, here on First Take, Michael Irvin was talking about who he trusts more moving forward, Dak or Jalen Hurts, and here's what he said. I love what Jalen Hurts is doing, but let's be real now. Jalen Hurts only threw about six touchdowns in these last six games. We ain't, we ain't going to Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Dak Prescott, and y'all saw Jimmy G last night. So, so come on now. Don't sit here and try to take away and minimize Dak Prescott by trying to act like I'm making a decision with my heart and have nothing to do with my head because right. my heart in my head is aligned in this decision. Okay. Right now, I'm taking Dak Prescott right. over all of these guys. So here's the deal. So we put the pick bars up there, and we had a little bit of a discussion earlier, and I'm just going to say it to Dan Graziano and Jeff Saturday. Dak Prescott is, has been disrespected this oh season to the level that it is almost impossible. First, he's, gonna, he's in a quarterback controversy with Did Cooper you start it? I didn't start it. You were Jerry Rush. Jones Rush. started it. I Are you kidding me right now? Okay. The owner Dude, of the team started it. You had the you had Oh, the, the, just blaming it. Just, I quoted just get him, it accurately. I quoted what the man said. And now, look, all due respect to Jalen Hurts. He's been terrific. He's off the Mind, start. But, but six weeks ago, the question in the NFL was, do the Eagles have a quarterback? Are they going to have to go out and find one? So six weeks later, we have discounted everything Dak yeah. Prescott has accomplished in his career, and we have now anointed Jalen Hurts. Look, God bless him. He's playing great. But Marcus, they are disrespecting your man, Dak Prescott. You're damn right they are, and I'm not going to stand <laughs> for the slander. Okay? <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, man. Like, two things can be true. Jalen Hurst is playing phenomenal. He's earning his way to be the franchise quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. But he ain't better than Dak Prescott. Okay? I ain't ready to say that yet. It needs some years of success. Guys, might I add, Dak Prescott has been a part of a 13-3 and team, a 12-4 and team. He's performed at a high level over a longer period of time than Jalen Hurts. He's a $40 million quarterback. You don't just get those. They don't just fall out of the sky and you get paid. You have to do something to actually get to that money. Dallas, The Dallas Cowboys were the number one offense last year. All of these things about Dak Prescott are true. 
And it's also true that Jalen Hurts is leading a team right now that is really good. He's doing a phenomenal job running that system, making throws. He has guys around him that he's uh, putting their talents and all of those things on display. These, Both of these things are true. But Dan Graziano and Jeff Saturday, who I need to call Jeff Sunday like my man Foxy Irvin mm-hmm. says, know damn well <laughs> if they were asking right now, if they were asked right now, out of Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts, if 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 those guys got the same things in front of them as requisite weapons, who would they take? They know damn well they would take Dak Prescott. They know it. Now they gonna sit here and fight their argument and say that because this graphic say Jalen Hurts. If the Philadelphia Eagles had no quarterback and they asked the question, do you want Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? Jeff Saturday and Dan Graziano would they say Dak Prescott. I Go guarantee ahead. it. Go ahead. And Go if ahead, they might not say it now, they'll say Listen. it at home to their wife and their children. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you something, Swagger. I love the history lesson, and I appreciate Dak Prescott. And he has had a heck of a run, and I think his run will continue. The question was presented to me, who would you trust right now right more, now. Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? And I'm telling you, a dude just came off a thumb surgery. I watched him throw two should have been pick sixes in a game that everybody's lauding like he carried this team. And look, to Dak's credit, in the post-game press conference, he said, listen, I got to remember I'm a role player on this team. I just don't need to hurt our football team, which I appreciate. And will they need Dak Prescott to have a 30 for 37 touchdown game? Absolutely. Will he step up? Absolutely. If you're asking me who's playing better right now, Jalen Hurts is. The dude has won in a multitude of ways this season from the pocket with his legs carrying this football team. All of those things. So you say in three weeks, could it change? Dak Prescott comes back and starts throwing dimes all over the field. We'll have the conversation. But today, with the thumb, give me a break. That's right. That's all I'm hearing. It says who you trust me. Six weeks ago. Right. It is not last year. Thank it is you. not some mythical universe in which they have the same weapons. Like the the, the, the better player right now, so <laughs> far this year, has been Jalen Hurts. That has I barely mean, played right, this you're right, year. You're right. I think PJ, PJ, I think PJ Walker is the best quarterback oh, in the NFL. No. So oh, yeah. we just go week oh. to week. That's what we do. We just about week. six weeks. Week to week. That's all we do. Week to week. Six okay. weeks. I mean, Compared to six years Jalen Hurts has played six times as many games as So how are we going to go with crazy. how we going to go with Zappy with I'm two games and Mac Jones took the team to playoffs? I get physical and commercial. ready. I'm ready. Who do y'all trust more? As you can see, this conversation clearly needs to continue. However. We do have very serious news today, and so I'm going to change the tone completely because something has just come across to our newsroom that you need to know, and it is breaking news, and that is that a Russian court has rejected Brittany Griner's appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for drug possession. Here's what that means. Griner was convicted in August after police said that they found vape canisters containing cannabis oil in her luggage at a Moscow airport last February. Her lawyers argued that the punishment was excessive, In today's ruling, the court agreed to recalculate her sentence to include time served before the trial. That means that Griner will now have to serve eight more years in prison. And this is the end of the legal process. So now it is up to the White House that has to negotiate her release. The U.S. has offered Russia a prisoner swap, but the White House says it has not received a productive response to the offer. That's the information we have at this moment. If there's anything further, we will, of course, pass it along. 
In the meantime, I will mention our Saturday night football game here. It's presented by Capital One. We'll have Jim Harbaugh and number four Michigan hosting their rival Michigan State. Uh, that will be kickoff 7.30 Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app should be a great night of football there. As we continue on Get Up This Morning, what is going on with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Are they already done? We'll tell you why things are about to get a whole lot worse. Plus, we saw fields of gold in Foxborough last night. Have the Bears found the formula for Justin Fields to succeed in the big picture? And here we go. It is our matchup of the day. Sneaky Hembo and Graziano. The Bears ran all over the Patriots last night. Who is the all-time leading rusher in games against Bill Belichick as a head coach? Hmm. That's the question, and the answer is coming up next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. There are a lot of names floating around this studio. Uh, Everyone's got a guess, but Dan's is the only one that counts. Who's the all-time leading rusher in games against Bill Belichick as a head coach? You guys were talking about Rex yesterday and how he went through like the divisions, like who played against this team the most. So I'm thinking it's got to be somebody who played a long time in the AFC East and rushed for a lot of yards. My, the best guess I could come up with was Curtis Martin. He's second. I'm wrong. He's oh, second. Oh, you got to be kidding. It's Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. His name was mentioned. I heard his name come up in the room. Ricky Williams, 917 oh, yards. I believe you. Curtis Martin, just 30 yards oh, behind Fred him. Fred Jackson. How about Fred Jackson, Edger and James, one. and LaDainian Tomlinson. Oh, Hembo's making a comeback. 27-22. Yeah. Graziano's going to have to get on his P's and Q's. Meanwhile, uh, Bill Belichick's team gave up a lot of yards rushing last night. In case you didn't see what happened on Monday Night Football. One of the big storylines going in, gentlemen, the, the quarterback question in New England. Mac Jones got the start. Bailey Zappi was at the ready. But it was Justin Fields who stole the show. Oh, yeah, he's an outstanding athlete. Surprise, surprise. Designed the runs, and he might score. Good play. Bears a 10-0 early lead. Then it's Mac Jones. The one thing Jaffe doesn't do is make big mistakes, right? Yeah. Roll right here. He <laughs> toss up a little lollipop on the sideline, gets it picked. 
Guess what? You want to be sitting by Bill and me watching it? That's what you do. On comes Bailey Zappi with the crowd chanting his name. And while this was not exactly not exactly a dime, it was effective to Jacoby Hey, I mean, Hines. it don't matter if it's the dent in your dime. Roll they in. still got to take Roll it. In. It's a good pass right there. The touchdown. It's, it's, it's more than uh, anybody else could do. He would get them touchdowns on his first two drives, but then Chicago Ooh. takes over. How about that nice play? That play right there. The athleticism, the arm angle is Mahomesian, outstanding play. Athletes in space. Do you oh, see yeah, three linemen out there leading? I did. Go back and rewind and check that thing out. Bears <laughs> took the lead, and they would extend it. They're up 33-14 in the fourth quarter, and really? Zappi would turn it over again. So Zappi turns it over three times. Mac Jones plays just three series and looks bad. Meanwhile, on the other side, Justin Fields was terrific. Let's talk about him. He had 12 designed runs in this game last night for 55 yards. In the first six games of this season combined, he had just 13 total designed runs. This was a departure from what they have been doing. And, Dan, you yeah. were telling us it was intentional. It was. Look, they had the, the, their mini buy, right? They had the Thursday game last week, so they have a little extra time. They get together, the front office, the coaching staff, hey, we've got this young quarterback. We want to develop him. What's the issue? Well, uh, uh, some people in that organization think he needs more confidence, right, that he has the ability he needs to cut loose on some of these throws. How can we build his confidence? Well, he's real good when he runs the ball. Maybe we should design some more runs for him. Shocking. Sure, let's give it a shot. And sure enough, they did, uh, and he looked excellent. And, and look, so much grows off of this. The quarterback's confidence, yes, he throws the ball better uh, if he feels like he's in, in that kind of zone. <laughs> Uh, and, and and playing that way, they have shorter distances to go on second and third down. Like, all this kind of stuff. So, obviously, it worked for one night. Marcus, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what I say now? People get paid for this, man. Yeah. People actually get paid for this. Like, a lot of money. To figure out things that are so obvious. Gee, you know what's obvious? I ain't even in the studio today, and you got your Christian Louboutins on. I can guarantee you, okay? Because that's yeah. what you wear, yeah. all right? And I can guarantee you this. I can guarantee you when Steve Kerr goes into a game, he doesn't tell Clay Thomas, Clay Thompson, make sure Steph Curry only shoot twos this game. No, he's going to shoot threes, okay? I don't I understand it. it, and I get it. Graz, I love the reporting, okay? But we said this a thousand times. We said it when Matt Nagy was there. We said it when Justin Fields was coming out of college. We've been saying it this season. Allow Justin Fields to be an athlete. And no, I'm not going to sit up in my seat. You know why? Because that's the right thing to do. I need somebody to coach me on how to sit when I'm doing TV. And then I can sit up the right way. Thank you, Chicago Bears, for realizing that Justin Fields is an athlete, and that's the best way to get him to play quarterback. Now I'm going to sit up. You know why? Because somebody in my ear, producer Fink and Julian and David McKinnon just told me, you know what? It's best when you sit up to do TV. Appreciate <laughs> Good it, guys. Right there. Good they, coach. Here's they the figured thing. figured it out. They here's the thing. together and figured it out. Look, look at the successful young quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> they immediately came in, and they were immediately given the opportunity to do the things they did well, and slowly but surely they added those pieces. Look at Josh Allen. Look at Lamar Jackson. They, 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 these are their, their skill set, and they work with it. Look at Daniel Jones. They never let him do it, and, and look how long it's taken for him Absolutely. to get where he is. With Justin Fields, he had a coach who didn't want to do it, now a coach that, all right, let's give him credit. He got talked into doing yes. it or whatever it was. At least it worked, and maybe this is a formula for success. Yeah, I mean, to, to Swagoo's point, 
people get paid a lot of money to do a job that we make sound more complicated than it actually is. Yeah. Like if you understand how to play or coach football, the first thing you should do at the Pop Warner level is like, who's our best player? What's the thing that we do best? Yes. All right, we're going to get really good at running the sweep. Okay, yeah. when this opponent figures out how to stop the sweep, we're going to run the reverse. When they figure out how to do that, we're going to do play action. Like you need to have that one cornerstone foundational piece. And when you have someone who's a special athlete like Justin Fields, it should be obvious what that piece is. I, yeah. I do think early in the season, you the Bears coaching staff was of the opinion that the best way for us to win games right now is to lean on our running game and our running backs, right? Right. So I think there was a little bit of an extent yeah. to which, like, let's ask a little bit less of the young quarterback, and now they feel like they're in a position to start out. How about it, Chad? Yeah, listen, when you, when you think about last night and what was the difference, the, the, the Bears ran 70 plays. The, the Patriots ran 48. Why, why is that? Because they sustained drives. Uh, they, they converted 11 of 18 third downs. Ten of them can be directly attributed mm -hmm. to Justin Fields, whether with his legs or with his arm. What does that tell you? When you implement him in the run Talk game, him, right? When you put him in the run game, it makes 11 defenders have to defend 11 offensive players. That does not happen most much in today's Ooh. NFL, except the teams Whoa. you're talking about. It does not take common sense to realize that should have been part of the equation early. It can't just always be about running backs because you're taking a guy, you're taking away his skill set to be able to do what he does because when he moves the pocket and you're afraid of run or pass, it makes you defend the entire field. They call it every blade of, every I, blade of grass to be dramatic. I like and to so shout the Bears out. are playing their way into it, Marcus. Hang on one second because yeah. I want to shift it to another quarterback who has a similar skill set and suddenly is playing great, and that would be Daniel Jones. Don't mm. look now. The Giants are 6-1. and one. They're barreling towards their first playoff appearance since 2016. Yesterday, here on Get Up, Rex Ryan, we asked him about how Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley fit into the team's future. He had an answer. Dan Orlovsky didn't like it. Take a listen. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, two guys that people were like, are they going to be here? Are they just going to get rid of them? Are they going to do are they, what, are you, what, are you crazy? Not letting Why are go? you poo-pooing Daniel Jones? Not poo-pooing Daniel Jones, but to sit there and say they're 6-1 because of him is, is not accurate. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Dan is not thoroughly wrong. In my opinion, that's not completely wrong. But I think, for the most part, if you watch the show, Daniel Jones... His performance this year is being underestimated Absolutely. because of numbers. If you watch the game on Sunday, and I watched every snap of it, they drop everything he throws. They don't have anyone on their team who can catch. No team in the NFL has less receivers, less quality at that Preach position that. based Preach. on injury or anything else than the Giants do. He runs it as well as just about any quarterback in the NFL. He's he tough has, as nails. He doesn't, he's tough as nails. He doesn't have a receiver on the entire team who has 200 yards receiving this season and all the games combined, and they're 6-1. and one. You cannot suggest Daniel Jones is not playing much better, much better. I mean, he is playing much better, and if this is what Daniel Jones did in his rookie year, I think you have a different conversation. But the problem is his, they didn't give him the fifth-year option, so he's coming up on a free agent season. If you feel like you can't replace Daniel Jones with something comparable to that, then you pay him and keep him. The problem is what you're going to have to pay him is starting quarterback money, and that's when you start to raise an eyebrow, like, is Daniel Jones worth – franchise quarterback money, I don't know. The same thing for Saquon. I think they could figure out something there with like a Derrick Henry 
style, like two-year deal, but Daniel Jones is going to be much harder to That's justify. The problem with the Rex Ryan, Dan Orlovsky discussion, or at least the part of it we just saw, is they're not talking about the most important factor, which is which is the money. Right? It'll be tempting for the new GM, Joe Shane, to sort of restart the, the contract clock with a rookie quarterback if he can. Problem is, problem is, good. the Giants have already won too many games That's right. to, to get that top draft yeah. pick, so they may not have that option at their disposal. So look, with Daniel Jones, there are mechanisms, right? Like you could give him the transition tag, right? right? Which would probably be something in the high 20 millions, uh-huh. and then you've put it off for a year. Hey, do it again. Maybe we'll get you some receivers, and then we can talk about an extension. So there are ways to do it. But in terms of Daniel, and then Saquon Barkley, if he stays healthy and keeps having the year he's having, he's going to cost a lot of money. And there is a pile of recent evidence to tell teams not to give out a big fat contract to a running back, especially if you're a team like the Giants that needs to spend it elsewhere, such as wide receivers. The running back piece of it is separate. I agree with you. The Daniel Jones piece of it is unique to me because, A, I feel like his role in what they are doing is being diminished in some conversations that I hear. And B, and Rex kept doing this, like we are seeing an ascension. Like Brian Dayball, I'm not suggesting that Daniel Jones is going to become Josh Allen. Right. But Brian Dayball took a a, a lump of of clay that needed to be molded yes. in Josh Allen and turned him into what might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. He is turning Daniel Jones into something. I don't know what, but I would not stop this uh, quickly finding out what it might yeah, be. Yeah, I was going to say, if we if we rewound all the way back to Josh Allen's first year, we would question, is he ever going to be what he is? I would tell you this, I would trust if Dayball felt like, hey, this is a guy we're going to pay money to because I think I can work with him and we can move forward with him, you trust the process. You've seen him do it. He's now mimicking it. And to your point, this is this is where numbers the whole should quarterbacks get credit for wins and blah blah. He's got six touchdowns. He's not doing enough. You see the big moments of games, whether it was in whether when they're beating Green Bay or like you said last week when Green plays Bay, have yeah. to be made. He is making the plays that are required. That's all you need from a quarterback. Like, everybody thinks they need to go 22, you know, 33 of 42. Like, stop throwing the ball that freaking much. You got a good running back. You got a good line. Use it and allow him to make plays in moments. Let me hear from Marcus. I have not yet. Marcus, what what is your take on Daniel Jones? First of all, I want to shout out Director Cindy for not letting for letting me go rogue. Let me get that out there first. Okay. Here's here's the thing, G, when it comes to Daniel Jones. You cannot turn away from him because Brian Dayball has proven proven with coaching he's already a better player than we had a four-year sample size on. Like this is, as crazy as this sounds, this is the beginning for Daniel Jones. The owner came out and said, we've done everything possible to ruin this kid in the NFL. And I love the point that Jeff made. Like ultimately, like we are not in a league right now where your quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and those type of guys are going to throw for 350 and four touchdowns. Two years ago we were. Play action has come into fold. The run mm-hmm. game has come into fold. Better defense has come into the fold. Me watching Daniel Jones says to me, with, with competent coaching over an extended period of time, this dude can be put in situations where he can be a legit starting quarterback. And he's athletic which tends to be another reason why you believe in a guy a little bit more. I think he's at the beginning of what he can be as a quarterback. Important point. Year four, it's already his third head coach. 
cannot be Oof. cannot be under. And, or and the other two were Pat Shermer and Joe Judge. I mean, you should. Sh- <laughs> you show me who was going to have enormous success in the circumstances <laughs> Daniel Jones has been in. If they give up on him, they'd be making a huge mistake. As we continue, another huge. quarterback having so difficult too. times. Is it time to R E L A X or P A N I C in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers will answer that question next. Get up on ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back on Get Up and back to the NFL where Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are struggling to say the least. They've dropped three straight and this Sunday night they're headed to Buffalo to face arguably the best team in the NFL. It is the first time, at least the line as of this moment, and it figures to stay there. It will be the first time that Aaron Rodgers in his career is a double-digit underdog in any game. And then, by the way, they get Philly the next week. So Marcus Spears, Aaron Rodgers is a man famous for saying R-E-L-A-X. Is it actually time to panic right now in Green Bay? You damn right it is. It's time to press the panic button. Everybody need a sense of urgency in Green Bay right now. Everybody need to be on their P's and Q's. They need, and, and I'm not talking about panic in a bad way. They need to be panicking to try to get better and better in a hurry. First of all, Minnesota gonna win this division, y'all. The Green Bay Packers ain't winning their division, so they fighting for a wild card spot. You look at all of the things we talked about, wide receivers, Aaron Rodgers not being on rapport with those guys. They were supposed to lean into the run. The offensive line has been as bad as we could possibly imagine. Yeah, it's time to panic. Y'all, they just lost to the Washington Commanders. Y'all heard me? (laughs) <laughs> they lost to the Washington Commanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Taylor Heineke, they dominated. Uh, that game was was uh, a, a fascinating vision of what the Packers' offense is. If you didn't see it, one of their touchdowns was a defensive touchdown. Right. So their offense looks bad. Their defense looks bad. How much of this is on Rodgers? What what? responsibility for what we are seeing in Green Bay does he have to bear? I mean, he's the starting quarterback. He's the back-to-back MVP. So, like, there's a lot of expectations for him, and he's not living up to those expectations for whatever reason. The offensive line not being as good as it once was. The receivers not being um, nearly as good as they were last year, or at least Devontae Adams was last year. So there's lots of problems. There's lots of excuses or reasons why. The solution for this, I think, is to go back to the most simple thing is Get under center and run the ball. They're trying to run the ball from shotgun a lot and just live in shotgun. 
It's a really hard thing to do to have an effective running attack from shotgun if your quarterback's not a real running threat. It looks looks to me like when a team's problems are exactly what everyone projected they would be, then that feels like a coaching problem. It it feels like these were problems that were foreseeable. Listen, 100%. I mean, you think, like, wherever if you went to Baton Rouge with them, you need to keep drinking whatever they're drinking (laughs) because you're on it today, and I like it. But Matt LaFleur is expecting to get different results doing the exact same thing. And we all know what that definition is. So as we're looking at what the what the Green Bay Packers are doing, Inside. their two best players are in the backfield. The players that we knew we couldn't count on right away were this receiving core and trying to develop them. One receiver can't get on the field in Watson. The other has had significant drops in monumental moments of games, which you can't have, so there's a ton of pressure there. And as you're looking at the game plans, they're not changing anything. And to your point, Go back to what makes football simple for everybody. How do you get receivers open or one-on-one matchups? You do play action when you're bringing guys down the box to go one-on-one. There are a yes, lot of different Lord. things that you can skip yes, in. Yes, And right now, the Packers are not making adjustments <laughs> and expecting it to look different. Final word, Danny. You say their, their, their problems are exactly – they have more problems than they expect. Yeah. Right? They thought the defense would be good. They yeah. thought the special teams would be fixed. The last couple of weeks, it has looked like neither one of those things uh, is true. So they, they're trying to put out a lot of fires all at once. Everyone's got their eye on them. The trade deadline is today. Will they add a wide receiver? Even if they do, will that fix all of their issues? I think there are legitimate questions about this team that they didn't anticipate in additions, in addition to the ones that they did. And if it doesn't get better in a hurry, and it doesn't figure to with Buffalo and Philly coming up next, then what direction do they go? We'll find out. But right now, Ooh, we call this Swagoo's Revenge. Good it's Lord. time for security. I know some people in this league need security. Everybody ain't getting dumped around here. This long gone mother law. He needs a new security guard. They better find somebody quick. Athleticism is a trait of being a security guard. And when you don't have none, you get your quarterback killed by a little guy. Like when the big dude run up on one of the little dudes and then you find out he's a damn MMA fighter and you get beat to sleep. You need new security. No better way to wrap up a Tuesday than with the big fella telling everybody who needs new security. Marcus, go. Yeah, unlike Jeff, none of my guys going to get penalties. Okay, first and foremost, (laughs) Frank Clark going after Jimmy Garoppolo. It's very rare that you see Trent Williams give up a sack. But you know what Jimmy said? I ain't running out the damn end zone today. (laughs) I'm going to take a safety. That's better than running out of the end zone. At least somebody hit me and it looked like I was playing football. Jimmy, you got to feel some pressure. I never thought I'd say this, y'all. But Jimmy Garoppolo, because of Trent Williams, you need new security. My man just came back off of an ankle. I'm going Joseph Versailles in Cincinnati. Y'all, did y'all see this? This is the most beautiful pirouette. Shout out to my man Dwight Freeney. It's a reverse spin. Are you kidding me? Security ain't ready for this. It ain't no way you can stop this man from getting into the club, putting a move on like this. You can have a ton. You can bring extra security people. You ain't stopping him. He got to get to the club. He got to get to the VIP. And Franks is on him. Marcus Mariota, you needed new security, bro. Joseph Masai, that's a hell of a move. And last but not least, I'm going to go to college. Because very rare do I go to college. But it takes a special situation. My man C.J. Looking at him no. leap over the back. Nah, cuz. I ain't no. running through your face mask. I ain't about to play with no. you. It ain't gonna be no hand work. I'm gonna go straight Michael Jordan and get over the top of you That's and nice. go sack your quarterback. Listen, y'all, this was a beautiful play by CJT. 
storyteller. This was a oh. phenomenal play. This was shade of guys that have superior athleticism, but more importantly, it's shades of guys that don't care about the security in front of the bank. I gotta go get this money. And he went and got that money, baby. That's how you get to it. All of these quarterbacks needed new security. Jeff Saturday, none of my guys got penalties. They ain't blocking and doing all extra stuff, throwing people into the wall. It's I mean, happening listen. in the field of play, and it's a beautiful thing. Do you ever get jumped over? First of all, we can't be expected to block a guy who can jump that high. That's a lot of like, like if, if, if that's going to be part of if that's part of the, the, the resume, we're all off that list. Okay, like let's just be like we, like we can't compete with that nonsense right there. So whatever rule needs to be changed, let's go ahead and make it in college so it gets to the NFL. Yes. I don't want my NFL boys having to deal with stuff like this now, Swaggoo. That kind of stuff is nonsense. Take it out of the game. We too need- dangerous. It's too dangerous for everybody. To- I'm trying to All weave it in there. Health and safety right now. <laughs> we need new security and new rules. All right, first take is coming up next. Awesome. We're with Stephen A. and Company. Was it a mistake to start Mac last night? Is a short week bad for Brady and the Bucks? Jeff Saturday heads across the hall. Molly, Stephen A., Keyshawn, and Company. They're five minutes away on ESPN. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, tonight, ESPN Hockey Night doubleheader, 8 Eastern Rangers, Abs, and the late game Golden Knights and Sharks. Both games also available on the ESPN app. Quickly, before we finish up for today, as predicted, my uh, guy, Prescott's brother, Ta- <laughs> a Tad, has tweeted at us, and Dan Graziano, he's cutting you some slack. He said, yeah. it's all love. That's I know Marcus and, and Cuzzo Foxworth will hold it down, give it a couple of weeks, revisit the question about who you trust more, Jalen Hurts or Dak. That's because unlike these other guys, Dad, uh, Tad actually listened to what I said and, and didn't just say, oh, you don't like Dak Prescott like no these other guys. No yes, one said you didn't like Dak Prescott. Swagoo you said did. you were wrong. Swagoo. You said you were wrong. What, I mean, the question was, who do you trust more? And then you guys started adding heard, extra words. I heard words started, like disrespect, but there's no disrespect in anything. I believe he's been disrespected. You added words like right right now, like right this very Wait, second. I'm no, just the question more? I got. Okay, it's foolish. It wasn't meant quite that literally. Yeah, I like, mean, it wasn't meant who... If they played a game right this second, one way or another, it's very foggy behind us. We'll see you tomorrow. First take now.